Broadcasting from an undisclosed location because I'm fearful of assassination. See, I can't complain podcast. I'll explain. Welcome to the show. My name is John. I'm fearful of assassination. I'm fearful that my I might end up in a ditch six miles outside of town, covered in a blanket. No, maybe not even covered in a blanket. Exposed, laying nude in a ditch somewhere outside of town. And why am I afraid? I'm afraid for my life because I chose to ri- I chose to go against crumble cookies last week on the program. I did. I was kind of making fun of grown adults for eating hot cookies, you know, in the afternoon because they really don't have much else going for themselves in their life. I made fun of these individuals to go to crumble cookies. And what I've learned in the past week is crumble cookies are more popular than Jesus Christ and Ronald McDonald put together. You combine those two forces. You can even throw the Pope in there. We'll throw Jesus Christ, the Pope, and Ronald McDonald together. Combined all of their forces. And they can't fuck with crumble cookies. I learned you don't fuck with crumble cookies. I cross crumble cookies and now I live in fear. I live in fear on a nightly basis. Every night when I go to sleep, I'm afraid the next thing I'm... I might wake up in a trunk. Taking a nice 10 minute ride out to the country. (sighs) Fuck. I did it. I put myself in this position though. I went against crumble cookies and now to make it up to those of you that love crumble cookies... I'm going to give you a tip. Maybe you can dip them in some goddamn Pepsi milk. Because the internet is a buzz. Pepsi and milk, you put them together and it requires Pepsi and milk. There's two ingredients. Should they ever go together? The answer is probably not. First off, Lindsay Lohan says yes, they do go together. Let's listen to this, Jim. Nice. Nice. Naughty. Pepsi and milk. So they're calling it pilk. I had no idea this was the thing. Nobody did. It is, and apparently it has been for a while now. Yeah, the right, exactly. Sitcom, Laverne and Shirley. That's Laverne my point. Woods. That's my point. It's been around for a while, but we didn't have to hear about it until now. Why am I informed about everything nowadays? Why do I know about this? Everybody's so informed nowadays. There used to be a time when everyone was uninformed, and people would revel in it. They used to be proud to be uninformed. We used to vote. We used to go to the ballot. And we used to vote vote down ballot, Republican or Democrat, almost exclusively. Because you didn't know and you didn't care if there was a rapist on the ballot. You went in there, you made one punch, and you said, I'm voting for all Democrats this time, and I don't care if there's a rapist on this ballot. I don't care if there's a child molester I'm voting for, because I'm not informed and I'm proud to be uninformed. But now I know about everything. I know about Pepsi and milk. I don't want to know about Pepsi and milk. I don't give a fuck about Pepsi or milk. I don't drink a whole lot of milk. I'll have a glass of milk. If offered a glass of milk, I will accept a glass of milk, and I probably won't finish it. If offered a Pepsi, I'll accept a Pepsi, and I'll probably take a drink. Uh, and then I'll realize it's not Coca-Cola, and I'll throw it in the trash where it belongs. Pepsi and milk. Fuck me. But yeah, every day, everybody's so informed about everything nowadays. Notice what she said. Oh yeah, it was on a Laverne and Shirley episode in the goddamn 1970s. You'll get that from people nowadays too. You'll go, you'll go out and there'll be some drink at a bar. I don't know, some like flame. It's like a flaming whiskey drink or some shit. And I'm like, I've never seen that before. And they're like, oh yeah, it was on an episode of Full House in 1988. I'm like, oh, how does that, how am I supposed to know that? 
there's too much out there for me to absorb everything. So excuse me for not knowing about Pepsi milk or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Lindsay Lohan's doing her best job pimping that shit out, but I'm not interested in it this holiday season. And I'm really not interested in crumble cookies either, but now I have to pretend like I like crumble cookies because everybody I know goes to crumble cookies and a lot of listeners of this program love crumble cookies. A lot, evidently. And it disturbs me. Grown-ass adults going to eat cookies in the middle of the afternoon, just prancing about. I have a lot of fancy listeners, evidently. Fuck me. The only reason that I would eat a crumble cookie is if it was like really cold outside. And I was homeless, potentially. And I needed something to warm me so I didn't die during the winter. Because this is the type of winter we're about to deal, deal with. Where you, you, just have, you, ha- you just hope that you're in a home with heat. And that you're not homeless. If you're homeless, get ready to deal with a lot of frozen shitters. Those public shitters, get, they're going to be frozen. That seat's going to be awful goddamn cold this winter. Get ready for it. If you're home, A genuine question now, if you're homeless and you listen to this program... Uh, call my voicemail at 818-336-1146 and let me know how you're going to deal with frozen shitters this winter and tents that are cold as fuck. You can eat crumble cookies because you need a little warmth during your afternoon. But regular people with a family and a home? I don't know. Your life's got to be in, in shambles to need a cookie in the afternoon to get up and say, kids, I'm leaving you at home, and I'm going to get a cookie, and I don't care if you're unsupervised for a half hour. Mama needs a cookie. I think a lot of people that would have went to the bar for an afternoon pop are now going to crumble cookies for an afternoon cookie. It's disturbing me. There's a lot going on this week, guys. Kanye has lost his goddamn mind. He really has. I don't. There's no coming, ba- I don't, there's no coming back from this for Kanye. There's really not. The rapper went on Alex Jones' show this week and said that he liked Hitler. Now, honestly, I'm not the biggest Kanye West fan. I don't really listen to a lot of his music. It's a phone call. Sorry, guys. Hello? Oh, no, I'm doing the podcast right now. Can I call you back? Yeah, I'll call you back afterwards. All right, sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm really, I'm sorry about that. I guess I have at least one Kanye West ringtone in my phone. <laughs> it's odd timing there. Just for Kanye West to pop up right when we're talking about him. But I did want to allude to a story about uh, about Kanye West. There's a, there's a, there's a uh, tattoo parlor that is actually offering free Kanye West tattoo removal. Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh. <laughs> it's another funk. How many people are going to... Hello? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm doing the show. I'm doing the... No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Jesus. It turns out I have a lot of Kanye West ringtones on here. Okay, now I'm going to mute my phone before anybody else can... Oh, no. Oh. Hello? No, I'm doing the podcast right... I know you didn't know. It's not your fault. Okay, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Bye. People, keep, I got to put this phone on mute. Wow. Well, it turns out all my friends have Kanye West ringtones, evidently. But again, I'm really not that big of a fan of his music. Now, do I have a Kanye West tattoo? Absolutely. A lot of us that aren't huge fans or supporters of Kanye West 
got a Kanye West tattoo in recent years. And a tattoo studio in the United Kingdom is offering the free removal of these tattoos, which I appreciate. I appreciate because I've rapidly expanded during the last couple of years. I, my ass is at the point to where, now to where it jiggles. It's got some jiggle on it. You can just tap the bottom of my ass and, and it kind of goes up and forth, up and up and down for a little bit. It has a, a mind of its own due to gravity. My ass has expanded rapidly. The point of this is Kanye West on my ass at this point has three chins due to the rapid expansion of my ass. That is, <laughs> that's the punchline. That's as good as it gets. Kanye West free tattoo removal. If you're in the United Kingdom, take advantage of it before before they have too much business and they're overwhelmed and they can't offer free Kanye West tattoo removal anymore. Because I, like everybody else, decided just to get a tattoo of Kanye West's face on their ass. A nice face portrait of Kanye West is on my white ass. <laughs> oh, Kanye West, you've lost your goddamn mind, my friend. We'll be right back. Friends, it's John here for the I Can't Complain podcast live on the streets of Moscow, Russia. I have a special guest with me, Jessica from Pure Russian Rainwater, to make a, a new announcement. Jessica, take it away. Hello. I'm here to announce that 94% of the proceeds from every can of Pure Russian Rainwater sold on Christmas Day are going to go directly to the Russian military to support Vladimir Putin and his cause of liberating the Ukrainian people once and for all. That is not very nice. Why 94%? I also have to announce that due to increased bombing activities, pure Russian rainwater is now only 94% pure. Still the best tasting water you can buy. You're goddamn right it's still the best tasting water you can buy. It's the Kremlin's choice since 1997. Pick yourself up a case today. Thank you for joining us, Jessica. Any, any other big news coming down the pipeline for pure Russian rainwater that we should look for in the future? Not really. We're, we're in the dry season, so that's going to be a bitch. Not a lot of rainwater. This is John reporting live for pure Russian rainwater. With over 170 flavors, Crumble always has a cookie to help celebrate the sweet victories in life. In case you feel like you didn't have a victory today, here are a few. You put on pants today. You put on anything passing as pants today. You emptied the dishwasher. You know what day it is. You watched a show today. You watched a show about a show today. Your team won the big game. Your team tried to win the big game. You didn't even know there was a big game. The sweet taste of victory. Get yours. All right, we're back. Holy shit, what a news week, guys. It is. It's pretty crazy, actually. Trump calling for a termination of the Constitution. It doesn't get more extreme than that. Trump also holding like a telephone rally for Herschel Walker because he can't even show his face in Georgia. Who would want to show your face around Herschel Walker, honestly? All these news stories, very political. Vladimir Putin, he's getting a lot of shit for driving a Mercedes across the bridge that was repaired instead of driving a Russian-made car. There's a lot of news out there, a lot of political news, but that's not what grabbed my attention this week. There's a news story in the Washington Post that terrified me. It terrified me because it took me back to the pandemic, guys. It took me back to when we were in quarantine. It took me back to April, May, and June of 2020. When things were bad, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. I panicked and I bought a huge bag of tater tots. People were behaving irrationally. 
I have a friend that would be tried to become a businessman for three weeks. Every time I would see him, he would have his glasses on and he'd be typing away f- ferociously on his computer. He had a mentor and he thought he could become a businessman just because he was stuck in the home. It didn't happen for him. I hate to say it, but it didn't happen for him. I looked at Scat for a solid week online during quarantine. You remember when I talked about that? I woke up in the morning and the only thing that I did for seven consecutive days was look at pe- look at people shit on other people online. And that's an exaggeration. Honestly, obviously I was doing other shit. But I woke up and the first thing that I was doing every morning was logging on to the scat forums and looking for new pictures. Also an exaggeration, but I was in that scene for seven days because I wanted to observe the people that were choosing to spend their time during quarantine just shitting on other people. (laughs) But there's a new story in the Washington Post, guys. It took me back. I'm going to read a little bit of it, and I want you guys to find... There's one sentence in here that's very key. It says, The price of gasoline is dropping like a rock. Chicken wings are suddenly a bargain. And retailers drowning in excess inventory are looking to make a deal. After more than a year of high inflation, many consumers are finally starting to catch a break. Even apartment rents and car prices, two items that hammered millions of household budgets this year, are no longer spiraling out of control. That's good news. Everything about that is good news. The sentence that you guys should have picked up on if you've listened to this program for any amount of time is... Chicken wings are suddenly a bargain. Fuck me. Chicken wings are suddenly a bargain. We did this a year ago. I did this a year ago where I sat here and I read this exact same news story. The chicken wings were a bargain now. What happened? Less than five days later, there was a shortage and they shot up in price. And all my dreams went out the window. My dreams of having a 2021 with cheap chicken prices were ruined. So when I read this... When I read chicken wings are suddenly a bargain, I give it seven days. Within seven days, there's going to be some chicken coop that catches on fire somewhere in Nebraska and we get fucked again. Because I get fucked. Chicken wings fuck me on a regular basis. I love chicken wings. We have a love-hate relationship though. They just keep going up in price and then there's a shortage. And every time I hear they're going to be cheaper, what do they do? They go up even more and more until I'm there with the last $7 in my wallet trying to buy one chicken wing. That's where this is going to end up. It's either that or me going back to the scat forums online. God damn, that was a it was a weird time during quarantine. That that was a really weird time, like seeing how different people reacted to it. And I'm still trying to like examine how I went through it, honestly, guys. Like how who buys a giant bag of tater tots and hunkers down in the scat forums for a week? Who does that? That's what I did. I didn't. And I remember. I, I remember one morning I had to go to work early in the morning and I heated up some tater tots and I took them in a bowl with me to work. And that's the only time that I ate any of the tater tots out of that bag because I, w- I felt safer with the bag full than I did with it empty. That was my safety net. That bag of tater tots is my safety net and I can't get over it. A bag of tater tots and, and scat forms haunt me every goddamn day. I was eating a package of ramen this week, guys, for the first time in a long time. And it turns out there's two servings in a pack of like, you know, the regular like top ramen. There's two servings in that bitch. And when I ate ramen, this company is basically telling, it's basically giving a fuck you to everybody who eats ramen when they're broke. It's telling you, it's telling them you're broke as shit, but we don't want you to eat all this. We want you to show a little bit of restraint. When you haven't eaten in a couple of days 
and you get a you get a package of ramen, two servings. Who the fuck only eats half of a serving of ramen? Fuck me. Anyway, enough about chicken wings and ramen. It's the holiday season, and I thought we would do something festive before the close of the show here. I wanted to talk about the Nutcracker, and I'm not talking about the play. I'm talking about a man who calls himself the Nutcracker because he travels around in a mobile in a in a mo, in a trailer giving people vasectomies. The news story from Politico says how Dobbs triggered a vasectomy revolution. The Supreme Court ruling made men more interested in how they can prevent unwanted pregnancies. That's where the Nutcracker comes in. Now, we said this would happen on the show. Long before the abortion caravan came along, we said this would happen on the show. And it says inside a black trailer, vinyl wrapped with illustrations of cartoon sperm, the faint smell of burning flesh fills the enclosure. In this unconventional operating room, situated in a Planned Parenthood parking lot, the doctor is trying, with mixed success, to get a patient to relax. He says, you have to breathe. Take a deep breath. That's what the that's the Nutcracker's advice. And then there's a picture of smoke filling the air as he performs the procedure. The fucking Nutcracker, man. But we saw this coming. I joked about it on the show. I said, get in line now if you want one. Get it. Is that the abortion caravan? We haven't heard from the abortion caravan in a long time. Let me see if I can get one of them. They're just uh, it's not the usual bus it, it's more of a van than a than a bus this time let me see if i can get one of them that would be be honest she looks very manly uh ma'am how we doing <laughs> how are you today ma'am i'm pretty good uh don't call me ma'am and my name is bruce hey bruce um are you seeking an abortion bruce i'm not seeking an abortion we're on a quest a quest for vasectomies this is the vasectomy van Oh, okay, you're the vasectomy man. I'm sorry, I I thought you were the abortion caravan. Oh, yeah, we get confused a lot. We uh, <laughs> Some of us have long hair, and we like to ride with the windows down, and it, flow, it flows, and people confuse us. <laughs> what, what are you really doing? We drive around looking for vasectomies. I don't think they're that hard to get. Plus, there's I'm reading this story right now on the show. Um, just a strange coincidence again in the show's, uh, in the show today. But I'm reading this story right when you showed up, and it says... There's actually a man who's traveling around and giving you vasectomy. So, like, you literally just have to hang around in parking lots, it sounds like. So, yeah, just hang around in parking lots. Go to, like, your nearest, like, Walmart parking lot and just hang around on the outskirts of it, and you're liable to run into this guy. Oh, it's that easy? Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's that easy. Well, shit, man, we've been driving all day long. It's okay, though. Me and Jose and the guys, we've been getting along really well in the, in the vasectomy van. We've been... We've been gambling on, on fantasy football. We had a barbecue, and uh, we're out of time, man. I can't listen anymore. You're shit. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. I apologize for everything that happened on the show today. Every last bit, every last joke that didn't work out, I apologize for 100% of it. I I apologize for 94% of it. Oh, and if any of my listeners find me crucified in my front yard this week, someone that likes crumble cookies probably did it to me. Fuck, John. I live in fear.
What a mob that is. Right. Maybe the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, I think you could. You saw the mob that broke into the Capitol on January 6th. That's what some of these crumble cookie fanatics look like. I think you could. Truly deranged individuals that only have one thing on their mind, and that's their sugar fix. So I have a crumble cookies five minutes away from my house in one direction, and I found out yesterday there's another one that just opened four minutes from my house in the other direction. So no matter which way I go, I'm surrounded by these people. But I'm not going to fuck with crumble cookies. I'm not going to cross crumble. So even though I've compared a lot of their... Uh, patrons to the people that broke into the Capitol on January 6th. I'm not going to say anything bad about people who go to Crumble Cookies. I refuse to do that. Hey, look, we made it to 75 episodes. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I don't appreciate much. I don't appreciate cookies. I don't appreciate Pepsi Milk. But I appreciate you guys, my listeners. My listeners, 90% of which go to Crumble Cookies on a regular basis, but I still love you. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you.